Panoply, Panorama, Panpipe, Pansy, Aha, Pansexual, Knowing No Boundaries of Sex or Gender. Sound interesting? Then join Sally on Sundays at noon for Out of the Pan. All those gender questions making you think too hard? Whether it's transgender, bisexual, polyamorous or beyond, we'll throw those questions into the pan and cook up the answers for you. So go on, push that gender envelope only on 3CR 855 AM digital and 3cr.org.au. Three CR eight five five AM, three CR digital, three CR dot org dot AU, and three CR on demand. Out of the pan with Sally. First broadcasting noon till one Australian Eastern Standard Time, um, and um, that's on a Sunday. Out of the pan and all of the three CR programs proudly broadcasting from the lands of the original inhabitants and the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation, and we pay respect to elders past, present, and emerging. Also, acknowledging the intersection of our LGBTIQ and, and Aboriginal and Torres Strait, Strait Islander communities, which include sister girls and brother boys. Lots of ways to get in touch with the show. You can do so via email, the old-fashioned way, out of the pan 855 at gmail.com. You can SMS 61456 751215. You can tweet at Sal Gold said so, and that's the bottom line. And you can um, also um, look for the posts on Facebook, on my page, or out of the pants page. And, well, you, we're going to get um, people's thoughts going here today because i um, got a big one to tackle. Well, we opened with Cold Chisel from the Swing Shift Double Live album as 70s turned into 80s and the party's over. Well... Probably people heading home from Mardi Gras and party thereupon, looking a bit bedraggled, and their biodegradable, environment-friendly glitter is probably all um, fading away. Um, a good one to Out of the Blue, the crew from Out of the Blue, who mentioned that, that um, environmentally friendly glitter will now be used at Mardi Gras. Um, well, there's a big, there's been an ongoing debate, and I think we've got to tackle this in some detail. We can't, there is the proverbial... Um, elephant in the room and you know it's big and it's trumpeting and all that sort of thing so we've got to do something about it um and it is who has a right to march at mardi gras and pride march or attend carnival those sorts of things it's a pretty hot debate um you know i totally acknowledge there's different opinions try to get a range of them going i think there's often a lot of misconceptions let's get one misconception out of the way and that's individual freedom anyone can well would the christian lobby march at mardi gras would they be allowed would it obviously not so why not because they um are not lgbti friendly overall um duh but the question then arises is who is um if you have um, an organisation that doesn't have a good track record overall, um, you know, should they be there? And this has obviously been debated um, in terms of the Liberal Party, for example. Let's, you know, call out the proverbial elephant in the room. And let's face it, in the Victorian state and federal levels, their track record's been pretty disrespectful overall. And the fact that no Liberal would, at the state level, would talk 
with trans people, families or allies prior to the um, attempted 2016 birth um, certificate reforms. Pretty contemptuous, but then you'll come and um, look good in our parade. There's a fair case. But some people will say, well, dare I, is the hashtag, hashtag not all liberals or not all coalition. Should LGBTI liberals be there? Well, maybe they need to be there in other groups. Who knows? But let's also bring something up. Uh, Some of our own so-called LGBTI or similar type organisations are not really that inclusive. And I should add, of course, that any opinion on this program from start to finish are my own personal opinions and not those of any organisation with which I'm involved. But I had a situation in my work organisation, a trans-specific organisation in the last week or so. A so-called LGBTI organisation wrote to us and said, we've just put out this resource. Can you put it in your resource guide? Because we want to be the go-to trans organisation. Now, let's just put this into context. Imagine if, for example, one of the big four banks, Westpac, for example, wrote to Bank of Queensland and said, hey, we're big, arrogant and dominant. We think we're better than you. Can you promote us on your website for free because we want to wipe you out? You'd probably... I've canvassed this situation with a lot of people from all walks of my own life and their response politely has been sod off. Well, here's the same thing. Is that so-called LGBTI organisation trans-inclusive when it effectively spits in the face of a trans-specific organisation? So should they, those sorts of organisations be there? And then you, then you say, well, how inclusive is inclusive enough? You know, at an extreme, an organisation that gave... to to marriage equality a couple of years ago is not inclusive on bi and trans or not necessarily, for example. And then you take it further. As this show is surrounded by, um, on in terms of live-to-air timing, we have Out of the Blue, the crew from Out of the Blue from 11.30 till noon, and then Freedom of Species from 1 till 2, programs that obviously touch on environment and respecting um, things. You know, should a petrol company be at Pride March, particularly someone noted, particularly when we've got so many issues with climate change and they might be contributing to them. And then at the other end, to be fair, who's perfect? The last thing I'm going to say is I know everything about diversity and I'm sure I've got something wrong on occasions. So what do we do about it? Uh, I'd really love your thoughts. Um, um, As I say, get them in on all the various media um, that you can um, get in touch with me on on um, out of the pan 855 at gmail tweet at Sal Gold said so there's a tweet going up any second um, and we'll have a discussion of this throughout the show um, and um, uh, have a think about it um, and I'm prompted by part of my reason for talking about this it's been on my mind for a while but there was an article in the Fairfax papers um, on um, this issue written by the Liberal Party. And there's all sorts of other things. They say, well, you know, there's always this comment, well, LGBTI communities need to engage with the Liberal Party. Well, as I said, when if the Liberal Party doesn't come and talk to us, and I mean all of us, not just rich, white, heter- um, gay men, well, I'm sorry, you can't do that. And we saw this during Victoria's state election, where the Liberal Party had no policies on bi, trans and intersex and then had the audacity to say, well, we're happy to have people come and talk to us. Well, why didn't you consult with us earlier? And particularly on birth certificates in 2016. 
Now, it's not a case of picking on the Liberal Party. God knows it could be easy to do that. But they are, you know, a case a case study here. I've also, to be fair, worked with some organisations that are good on diversity and are trying to be more inclusive and recognise there is more than marriage. Um, so where, where, when does an organisation become good enough to march if it says, look, we have generally, genuinely realised we have a problem and are trying? You know, there's all sorts of conversations to be had here. So really welcome your thoughts um, and love to have them. Um, what are your thoughts? Who should be in Mardi Gras? Who shouldn't? There's also, um, and again, probably an emotive issue, police. Um, you know, there's some challenges there, of course, not just in diversity and not just, we'll say, where the central points are LGBTI, but also, of course, their treatment of a whole heap of other groups, you know, non-LGBTI people of colour, for example, um, is just one. And while people who work in the sex industry, um, roughly two out of three are LGBTIQ, um, there's a lot of criticism from all of the people who work in the sex industry, and today is International Sex Workers Day. Hello um, to sex workers and organisations out there, if you're listening. Um, you know, sort of, um, what are all these things? So let's have it. What are your thoughts? Should, um, how do we work this out? Can we work it out? You know, um, who do we have? Who do we not? Let's have your thoughts um, on all the means of communication. Um, out of the pan 855 at gmail.com, SMS 61456751215, posts on Facebook, my page, and um, out of the pan 3CR 855am Melbourne, and on Twitter at Sal Gold said so, because that's the bottom line. And let's see who should get sore feet. Who should dehydrate in 40 degrees if it's Melbourne's Pride March? Um, yes, please stay cool and hydrated out there for a few more hours if you're in Melbourne and most of Victoria today. It's a stinker, to use a technical weather bureau term. In the meantime, let's have a listen to um, some fantabulous music, if we can get it playing. Um, the old technical hitch does like to come up um, now and then. And, um, and we'll have a listen two or do a random selection of track um well i'll dedicate this one to mardi gras as well here's um lloyd cole and a lost weekend 3cr 855 am 3cr digital 3cr.org.au 3cr on demand out of the pan with sally Has your subscription lapsed? We want you back. Spend more than the evening with us. Reunite with us. Subscribe to 3CR and get excited. Call 9419 8377 or donate online, 3cr.org.au. And let's get back together. It'll feel so good. I'm Tash Sultana and you are listening to 3CR. Please subscribe. Do yourselves a massive favour. Thank you very much. 
From a private life so public As the tabloids caught your tears Being photographed How sad, how tragic But it doesn't have to be that way on the Burning Vinyl Alternative Music Program. Burning Vinyl, Fridays, 2 till 4pm on 3CR. <laughs> 3CR, 855am, 3CR Digital, 3cr.org.au and 3CR On Demand, Out of the Pan with Sally. First broadcasting noon till one, Sunday afternoon, but however, whenever, wherever you're listening, thanks for your company. And we just heard a few messages. Um, deliberately went out of my way to add in the Tash Sultana one because there's a huge, you know, two-thirds of a page article in today's Sunday Age on Tash, probably in the Sydney Morning Herald, the Fairfax or what are they, Channel 9 papers as well. Anyway, let's not go there. Um, seriously, um, great to see. Um, 3CR. Um, what is it? She knew her, knew her before. She, she was, Tash was famous. There you go. Um, I can't say. Um, I'll say 3CR overall. Um, also, um, burning vinyl usually goes to air Fridays, but um, this Friday being International Women's Day, there will, as there always is on the day of International Women's Day, be a huge lineup of um, programming dedicated to women's issues. Check 3CR's website in due course, um, or um, precipitous course, or some form of moisture that falls. Anyway, whichever. Um, uh, whatever you like, I suppose. Um, but yes, there will be a... Um, it is there now, um, says me, trying to get my laptop to behave itself today. It's being... Um, I have to wag a finger at it or do something anyway. Um, let's have a look at the schedule. Um, from midnight to one, um, you've got music with um, Shahazarad Blue. You've got music and current affairs one till four. You've got refugee radio. And Celine Yap's going to talk with Gillian Triggs, um, superstar that she is, um, from four till 4.30. The radioactive show from 4.30 to five. Women on the line from five to 5.30. Um, accent of women at 5.30 to six. Um, six till seven from the Union Women's Conference with Stick Together's Annie McLaughlin. Is it time for women to strike? Well, um, you know, sort of, I think there's probably time for lots of, um, working people to strike. Um, The Breakfast Show, um, presented by Green Left Radio's Megan Street. Um, Beyond Zero Science and Solutions. Um, Fabulous Women Working to Light the Way Towards Slashing Greenhouse Gas Emissions. Equity and Justice for Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander um, Women Recordings from the Women's Health West um, International Day Breakfast. Um, Antoinette Braybrook, um, Celeste Little, um, Lydia Thorpe. Um, wow, there's a pretty huge panel of um, female superstars. You've got the Black Blocks, Viv Marlowe, and Black Noise Radio's Black Betty present Black and Deadly. Um, you've got Music Matters by Jane Brownrigg. Ah, Bernal Vining, Burning Vinyl with Daisy. Um, from two till four, supporting our sisters' songs with Stinky. Um, you've got Refugee Women's Voices, a live broadcast from International Women's Day. Um, yes, find out why this is a face for radio amongst lots of other people, including Jane Green. Want to have a chat about that in a second, talking sex work. And um, a Falda from 6.30 till seven, Mujeres Latinoamericanas from eight till nine, Shindig versus Rebellious Duke Doc. Jukebox um, joining forces to present female musicians. That's what we love. And then Midnight Mass at 10 till 11, 11 till 1, the heavy session with Christine Reese. So, wow, 
a great lineup of women's issues and music and diversity in there. Yes, yours truly will be Sally at the rally, as they call it, um, down at the State Library um, l- um, late afternoon. Um, head down there from about 5.30, including Jane Green. And, of course, you know, well, it's... Um, Again, it's, gosh, there's a lot of elephants in this studio today, and I better clear them out and make more room and breathe or something. So, yeah, it has been an issue that um, about the debates around trans women and sex work, and there has been some progress this year that will hopefully make it safe and inclusive for all. I have been, work, you know, had some engagement with, a little bit of engagement with that process myself. But the fact that there will be um, a strong sex worker's voice there, I have a huge amount of respect for Jane Green, but I suppose linking in two days, um, today being International Sex Workers' Rights Day and, um, you know, sort of International Women's Day, what is it that sex workers will say of all genders want? Well, let's, I think let's clear up the myth. The so-called Nordic model or Swedish model does not work. It increases rates of crime and decreases safety for people working in the sex industry. You can't shut it down. Um, Queenie Bonbon, who was on the show just under a year ago, it would be a year ago next week, spoke about this when she actually did her show, um, where it's like trying to concrete over a river. Um, you know, sure, the river's not visible, but it's still there, but it just makes it harder to flow, that sort of thing. I think that's a pretty sound analogy um, to use. So um, you can't just um, squash it down. And if, yes, there is the scenario of the so-called world's oldest profession. But on the other side of the coin, so to speak, um, there's definitely the case that, um, you know, there is um, a a much better scenario when um, sex work is decriminalised and better still uh, offered more protection. It's safer um, in terms of physical safety um, from, we'll say, um, um, getting away from crime type of stuff. But um, also there are remedies for where something goes wrong. And, of course, the myth that exists that um, sex work automatically puts people at risk of STIs, that sort of thing, is um, bunkum. So, you know, the more you can have a cooperative system which makes sense, the better off it's going to be. Um, So, yep, let's make sure that um, that's how we can do it. And I think, as I say, we'll all be better off. Um, So, um, yeah, a big intersectional day. I know I'm... I've overbooked myself. I'm doing about three or four things, but I don't think you can do enough on this. And I've got to say, all the events, or actually one I got in on late on, I haven't been introduced to the other panellists yet, but the other three, a huge range of intersectionality. And I think that's important, acknowledging my privilege of someone who's um, white. I say 99% Anglo-Saxon. Yes, I'm Jewish, but I've only had minimal um, prejudice on that. Um, and discrimination and overwhelmingly being Jewish or forwards in Australia, I think it's fair to say far more privilege than disadvantage. Um, and other, any other privileges that I have, obviously, um, someone who's always had a home, never been incarcerated um, into a home that I didn't really want to be at, and so on. So, yeah, let's get more and more people involved. And look, I've got to say, the reaction to Lucy, who was on the show a couple of weeks ago, was huge. And again, I put the call out there. Um, if you're just someone who wants to come on and tell your story, um, we're just this show's here for you. Um, so if anyone's listening, tell your friends. Um, well, I don't know if they tell the story. Well, tell your enemies. No, maybe not. But seriously, um, you know, the show's here 
to give a range of voices a chance, whereas otherwise they might not. All right, well, there's been something going on in the news this week. I'm not going to spend a lot of time on it, but I didn't get to play a Keith Richards song last week, so I'm going to play a different one. Um, and, um, well, uh, this um, the title of this track pretty much says it all. You'll know what I mean when you hear it. 3CR 855 AM Digital, 3cr.org.au and On Demand, Out of the Pan with Sally. 3CR 855 AM, 3CR Digital, 3cr.org.au, 3CR On Demand, always lots of ways to listen and therefore lots of times as well, wherever, wherever, whenever, whoever, however you're listening, thanks for your company. We just heard from Keith Richards and the Expensive Winos. The band includes Waddy Wachtel, Steve Jordan, Charlie Drake, Ivan Neville, um, Bobby Keys. No, not playing keyboards, playing sax, but uh, not on that track. But I suppose saxophones have keys in a, in a way. And also Sarah Dash, great vocalist as well. Um, and yeah, Locked Away, Say No More. Well, um, catching up on communications inwards. We don't have a mailbag on this show that um, basically welcomes people of all genders, including but not limited to, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Melina's been emailing in, and I'm sorry I missed a few last week, so let's catch up on this last week on the show. We had the fantabulous, um, um, two fantabulous guests, equally fantabulous, um, Jude Munro from the Pride Centre. Melina, I wanted to know, and I didn't catch the email in time, um, that um, are there going to be exhibitions planned at the Pride Centre? Well, unequivocally, as or as late as Bob Hawke would have said, uh, unequivocally. Um, it's the only impression I can do do that of anyone that's left. Um, so, Melina is uh, yes, said Jude um, in response to this, planning to hold regular exhibitions as we further the planning. And um, one of the organisations based at the Pride Centre will be the Archives, who are planning to hold regular exhibitions, so they'll have a home. Uh, I'm not sure where they are at the moment, since um, an organisation moved out with a, where the Archives were in the basement. If anyone knows where, if the Archives are showing anything at the moment, let us know. There'll be a galleria as part of the entranceway, permanent exhibits, and also a mural, and also celebration of Aboriginal culture. So that's looking pretty good. Um, and also on the show last week, Alison Thorne, who was talking about um, the far right and that sort of stuff, um, Jordan Peterson. Look, I actually, I was feeling pretty bold this week. I don't know why. I actually watched Q&A. Probably I should have told, told people to sit down before that. And look, it all, I've got to say, it all sounds very smooth, but sometimes, and look, it's not the sort of um, Royal Rumble type of thing that most Q&As were, you know, and they've got it set out that people can't monopolise the time and cut over people, which is good process. But um, I don't know, for all the talk that was on that show, I just want to say this, what's in people's hearts? So that's an interesting thought. And, well, um, I'll, I'll just, if you can feel my blushing coming over the airwaves, uh, Melina also wrote in and said that I should be on Q&A because we need a decent progressive woman. Well, um, hello Q&A, you know where to find me. <laughs> well, has sent in emails today, um, you have indeed. Um, happy Mardi Gras. Uh, my friends attended Mardi Gras and the Liberal float was booed. Um, it's an interesting discussion, especially when Christopher Pine this week, <laughs> retired this week and consider, is considered a moderate. Interestingly, Scott Morrison didn't attend Mardi Gras this year as Prime Minister. Well, yes, given the reaction that Mr Turnbull got, um, was it last year or the year before? Um, wow. Um, you know, sort of um, 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 probably just as well. I don't, 
Um, yes, I think there could have been possibly even some, hmm, I've got some old tomato moments. Not that we support that. It just could have happened. You know, here, coming back to the dis- the discussion we opened on about who should be at Mardi Gras, it is a tricky one, but, and look, um, you know, I'm not a fan of every organisation that claims to be, you know, rainbow communities, whether it's one part, one um, colour or claiming to be all colours. But I have a problem with, I have an ongoing issue with the booing thing, because for years, um, a buy organisation, first buy Victoria, then buy Alliance Victoria, for 11 years, from 2006 to 16, we'd get some sort of biphobic nonsense from the crowd. Um, content warning coming up in a few seconds, low-level biphobia, you know, sort of uh, get off the fence, make up your mind. Now, by people being incredibly witty, could respond by saying get on the fence, the view's better, um, that sort of thing. And if we're talking lateral hostility, sometimes we'd actually spot the people in question and we knew who they were and knew they identified as gay or lesbian. But no one should be, you know, really booing anyone. I mean, silence. I see no problem with a back turn. That's a form of silent protest that I think can be powerful. But I just wonder about being booed even if you really disagree. But maybe it says, comes back to also why certain groups, whether you, um, I'm not going to make a, a definitive answer there, why they should and shouldn't be there. The other thing on Mardi Gras, on the flip side, um, um, Lovely to see more diversity at Mardi Gras, especially the Taiwanese group and the Iranian float. Wow, Iranian LGBTI, we're well aware of the issues that people in that country face. Sometimes on an international list, I'm on um, messages come through. And just the, the bravery that people put in there, you know, just their resilience is enormous. And of course, many other countries where things haven't been so good or have turned bad, such as Brazil being one example of the latter. And Melina's gone on to say it's not as vanilla as previous years, and I'd agree with that. There was a huge response to the Pacific Islander group at Pride March this year, which was sensational. I mean, anyone who can dance in 35 degrees plus gets my tick of approval. There's, as Melina says, there's room for improvement, of course. There was a bi group for the first time in years this year after Mardi Gras' very checkered history with um, the bi community. Um, and hopefully we will get more um, and your Melina's last comment, quote, I think anyone want to associate, wanting to associate themselves with a party whose past leaders defend that person whose name I'm not going to mention this week to prevent triggering aren't a decent brand, especially with young queer youth. Well, I'd agree with that too. Um, you know, and I'm not going to mention a certain person's name because the media coverage has been saturated and my heart goes out to people who have faced um, difficulties and their loved ones. Um, and we acknowledge those, sadly, who we may have lost um, for whatever reason in relation to those issues. Um, um, and, okay, now there's an issue that I wanted to bring up today. Um, it's a little personal. I'm, there's many anniversaries for this show. The three that came to mind this time last year, virtually to the hour, I was up in Sydney at the All About Women Festival, um, having one of what is the highlights of my 20, nearly quarter of a century community involvement. And I don't say that self-indulgently. I chaired a panel at the All About Women Festival with Jordan Raskopoulos, fabulous performer, trans woman, Eddie Ayres. Um, well, there's a saying, a gentleman and a scholar. Well, um, I think they've got his picture in the dictionary because he definitely is a wonderful trans man, classical music expert. Check out his book, Danger Music, about how to transition in a war zone, Kabul, Afghanistan. 
and C.N. Lester translate me one of the best books I've written, a good combination of the personal and advocacy, a non-binary person from England, United Kingdom. And you can still check it out on either the uh, on YouTube. Just don't read the comments, as they say. So that's the first anniversary. The second just came to mind. Today is the 14th birthday, four out of the pan. Hey, I'm off to have some cake afterwards. Thank you for your loyalty to all our listeners like Melina and um, Woving Waporter. I'm sorry, I can't help doing an Elmer Fudd voice there. It's just part of my upbringing. Um, the therapy hasn't worked. But um, today is an anniversary that's personal and has some relevance to our community. Today is 10 weeks since I had my last soft drink. I decided to get off it. And I want to, before I go further, acknowledge that many people across all of society, including LGBTI communities, have far more difficult habits to, or challenging situations, rehabits and behaviours than I might, that they might not want and want to change, but find it a struggle, which is another track off Keith Richards' album. But it is 10 weeks, and, you know, I don't want to spend a lot of time on it, and I'm not saying, I'm not going to go on a crusade against soft drink. There is lots of logical evidence to say it's not healthy, um, you know, in terms of sugar, caffeine, chemicals, that sort of thing. What helped, um, well, the thing that really helped me get through started with this time, a special on the ABC's Ask the Doctor show, which is probably still on iView a few months down the track. Um, I won't give it away, but they gave, gave a really powerful experiment as to, um, you know, the how much um, effort it takes to counterbalance the soft drink. Um it was a challenge to get off it in the second week as the headaches came through um, and, um, you know, lots of good fluids on hand, water, mineral water, um, some, um, well, um, headache relievers and we'll say um, sort of soothing applicants. I don't want to do cash for comments, but a well-known one is deep heat or equivalent. I use lots of different ones and got through. And now it's, you know, getting easier to walk into a convenience store or a service station and not be fooled by the wall of soft drink. But I don't even want to talk about that. Yes, there's lots of logical reasons to move away, but there doesn't seem like there's a lot of um, programs on this. And, you know, this sugar, um, unhealthy sugar habits, I'll call it, um, this less than ideal sugar habits is probably a better name. You know, I think there's an issue here, and it probably, to some sense, hits our rainbow communities, given the stresses we can face that we do things that might not be, we'll say, ideal in some of these things. But it bothers me that there doesn't seem to be a lot of resources out there to move through. I, for example, tried to search Facebook for a group Quit Soft Drink or trying to be multicultural, Quit Solder, in my best North, North American accent. Couldn't find anything. So, you know, I think there's something to work here. I'm not sure... If the group Clean and Sober is still going, they were a group that tried to assist people in terms of um, within the LGBTI communities um, um, a few years ago. I haven't heard from them for a while. They used to march at Pride Munch, and now there's a group that definitely should, needs to be there, no question. So, yeah, issues. Um, um, so um, we've got some things to think about there. Yes. If you want to get off soft drink, I think that's a great idea, but there doesn't seem to be a lot of support. And, of course, going to groups is something that works for some people, and, of course, they've got to be safe and respectful to all backgrounds and all that sort of thing. And I've seen plenty of support groups in the broader community that are not safe, and sometimes some even within, as I say, LGBTI spaces. 
So things to think about. Um, so yeah, lots to think about. Um, and of course, um, you know, challenging perspectives on drugs and substances is and psychedelia at 2pm. Um, make sure if you're listening live on the Sunday or, of course, by all the other means, you check out their great program, um, Following Freedom of Species, which was one till two, and then prior to Queering the Air from two till three, and also a big um, tick to Queering the Air. He had a great interview with Tony Briffer a couple of weeks back um, on issues of the ongoing issues with intersex therapy, and that also leads into our lead topic for the day. You know, sometimes there's, you know, very few things are black or white. I've met large organisations, both self-proclaimed LGBTI and broader community, where there's lots of nice people, but there's some problems. And, you know, Tony Briffer um, brought up the issue of should the Royal Children's Hospital march in Pride March? Yes, they've got a great trans unit, but their intersex record still isn't great. Tony, um, in that interview with Queering There, for example, mentioned that the... Um, Royal Children's Intersex Unit is withholding stats from the state government, um, was his comment. Um, so, hmm, things to think about. Well, um, it seems a long time ago, but we were on holidays in January. Over that time, I got to listen to some great music, and one album that was released in 2018 was Graham Connors, one of Australia's great sing- songwriters and singers, for that matter. Um, an album from the back country. Here's a very mysterious track. Um, this is called Black Mountain. 3CR, 855 AM, 3CR Digital, 3cr.org.au, 3CR On Demand, Out of the Pan with Sally. 3CR, always bringing you the latest union news. They're coming after us at the moment. They want to get rid of penalty rates, the big push from businesses. They want to get rid of all the things that you and I have fought for. So there's tens of thousands of jobs gone, contracted out, to sham contracting arrangements. On 8.55am and on the web, 3cr.org.au. Celebrate International Women's Day with 3CR. On Friday the 8th of March, we'll bring you 24 hours of non-stop radio by, for and about women. Join 3CR's fabulous women and genderqueer broadcasters as we talk with talented Melbourne musicians, songwriters, storytellers and activists making a difference. Featuring a special live broadcast from the 2019 International Women's Day Rally at the State Library between 5.30 and 6.30pm. For the full day's program, visit our website at 3cr.org.au. International Women's Day 24-hour broadcast, Friday the 8th of March 2019. Tune in at 8.55am, 3CR Digital and streaming at 3cr.org.au. Absolutely. Um, yes, yours truly. Um, be there. Find out why this is a face for radio. Um, Melina has um, messaged in again um, in relation um, to the um, my healthy habits, um, which is kind of nice, um, and um, said, um, "Well done." And that a fan. What is it? A healthy body is a healthy mind. Well, um, you know, I think it's all. I'm with pretty much with that. It's all sort of holistic. And yeah, um, 
the tummy's firmed up. It finally seems like the weight's beginning to come off on day 70 um, at long last, which is pretty cool. But, um, um, well, in terms of being a face for radio, well, this could be a body for radio in due course. But, of course, everyone's body, I say that with tongue wedged firmly in cheek, everyone's body is what it is and, um, you know, how it works, how it looks um, is not really an issue. Um, all right. Things, what are coming up in the community? Uh, well, we just heard International Women's Day um, in terms of the recurring events that um, take place within our community. There's a few things, of course, on this week as we reach to the um, cooked up pan calendar. Uh, coming up on next Saturday, the second Saturday of the month, as always, is Seahorse um, Club of Victoria for um, trans women and those identifying in some way as female. Um, in, under the trans and gender diverse umbrella, that is, and their loved ones. And Tuesday week um, is the Polyvic Discussion Group. But in between those two, of course, Monday the 11th, the Labor Day holiday. So we did hear about the great work of unions, and there's lots of good work being done this week for International Women's Day by um, RAW, that's W R A W, um, Women's Rights at Work. Got to love a good acronym. Um, not that we never have any of them in our rainbow communities, do we? <clears throat> uh, anyway, and so yeah, lots going on. Um, and of course, chill out next weekend at Dalesford. Gosh, um, um, it's more more tightly packed than a drag queen's a drag king's pants. Anyway, um, yep. Um, so lots of good things to do and listen to. Lots of good safe spaces as well. Um, what else um, is going on? Well, yeah, International Women's Day coming up, a big one. But one very quick um, announcement now. It's all raring to go. In four weeks from today, um, um, 3CR, and I'm um, just putting on my work hat for a second, Transgender Victoria are partnering to do a whole day of events at Hares and Hyenas, including, yes, Space for Radio Moment Again, an outside broadcast. Yours truly will simply introduce and hit some buttons and hand it then over to Mama Alto and a fabulous panel to talk about trans voices of colour. Um, so really looking forward to that. So yes, come along, be in the crowd. Um, no Q&A or anything with nasty questions and bad answers. It'll be nice, I promise you. Seriously, really looking forward to that. Very obviously happy given that both of my hats are being worn at the same time. Um, lots of them. So very, very exciting to have that happen. Um, wow, what a packed program, um, in those immortal words. I'd better get out of here, though, and start making way for the fab crew from Freedom of Species, um, followed by Psychedelia at 2 and Queering There at 3. Take it out today. Please remember, it's been a pretty hot time. Um, stay safe in lots of ways, but please keep yourself um, protected from UV, um, slip, slop, slap, and all those things um, whenever you're out in the sun. Here's a track about the burning sun and maybe why... Uh, mining's not so good either. Here's Michael O'Rourke from a winner's um, compilation of country music, The Mining Dust and the Burning Sun. Thanks for tuning in to Out of the Pan. I'm Sally Golden. I'll catch you next week. You've been listening to a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au.